You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. It's showtime. Good afternoon, everyone. Happy Friday. Great to be back with you for another week. Driving you home, keeping you company just for the next two hours here on 88.3. It's not a second more than those two hours. No, that's it. Two Andrew, hours. How are you, my friend? Oh, just great. How are you? How gorgeous is this weather? <laughs> I just love it. Winter's come back. Remember last week when I was in sandals and like a tiny little top? And Living now- your best life. Freezing, guys. Absolutely freezing. We're not in the South Hemisphere anymore. We're in the North. Ooh. Says high. I've heard as well that Port Phillip Bay is frozen. Oh, good. Wow. Ice skating is going to happen. You look great, um, Spring. You really look great. But hey, we've got a huge show lined up. Never a dull moment. Absolutely not. <laughs> I need to talk about the kid that got stuck in a chuppa chup box. I don't know if you saw that. Happened yesterday. Have we brought that back from your childhood? <laughs> Have we seriously? <laughs> hey, please. That is amateur. If you want to get into what I got up to when I was a kid... That kid could learn a thing or two, I'm telling you right now. He's actually... The kid's channeled something out of my own book. I got stuck in a playground once. It's not great. Was it a certain fast food restaurant playground? No. Because I used to do that all the time. I'd climb right up to the top and then cry for my parents so they'd have to come get me. Yeah. Very hygienic places to find yourselves in, those places. Absolutely stunning. (laughs) But yeah, aside from, you know, kids getting stuck in things, we do have a lot else to talk about. The 90s have made a huge comeback this month. We love the 90s. People of the 90s. We're going to get a bit reflective. I think we've hit the age now where we can. We can be like, do you remember when? And just cast our minds back. Are we going that far back, are we? I think so. Okay. The 90s. I'm a little worried about myself. Something's happening to me at the moment and I need to check in to see whether or not you're having the same thing happen to you or whether or not I'm just alone on this. Look, I mean, I'm concerned. <laughs> it's okay. But then again, it's every week is the same, so we'll see. Yeah, that's it. You're just always concerned about me and my <laughs> life. I'm glad I have somebody that, you know... It keeps me up at night, really. Oh, okay. I didn't like, need to know. what happened to Bianco? Did not need to know that. Hey, this is the Avalanches. It's their new song called Take Care and You're Dreaming. I'm a little concerned. I've been having weird dreams lately. You too? Very, very weird (gasps) dreams. And I don't know if it's just the times that we're finding ourselves in, but I've been on the search engines just frantically working out whether or not it's a sign of craziness or what, but it appears I'm not the only one. Yeah. I'm not the only one having weird dreams during these times. I'm talking really weird dreams where things seem like they're in place and all of a sudden they take a weird turn. Oh, okay. And then you wake up and you're like... It's a dream. It's okay. See, I'm having the thing where my dreams are so vivid, I think they've happened. Oh, okay. And then I wake up and I'm like, right, whoever I'm fighting with. I had a fight, well, a dream. See, this is what I'm talking about. I think it really has happened. I've been out of high school for a while. Same. I had a dream during the week, I don't know what triggered it, that I had a very fierce debate with the person that was on top of me in the locker bay. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I was one of the people who, you know, being 5'9", was always given the bottom locker and stuff would always drop on my head. And in the dream, I had just had enough. It it was quite bizarre. You just get your books and throw it on the person that was on the top locker? No, I did that classic. I stood up with my finger, like, you know, the index finger, and be like, you know what? And then started. You? You are the cause for all my hurt. Yeah, Exactly. So, clearly, that's really stuck with me. So, that's been revealed this week. Okay. So, I had, I've i been having some really weird dreams. Like, really, really, really weird dreams. Yep. I dreamt the other day that I was at my workplace 
And I was working in a time that is not really different for me. I never usually work in this time slot. But I was working in this time slot, and I had all these people trying to distract me. They were just everywhere, and they were trying to distract me. I'm like, I'm trying to focus, I'm trying to focus. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, pitch black. Like, wow. the scene just went pitch black. Everything's gone black. And I'm like, oh, this is very weird. It's like you had a blackout. Mind you, it might have been triggered by the fact that we did have a blackout across the whole area for like 45 seconds the other day. Yeah. Don't know if it was the same night. It might have been. No, see, I think you've just gotten confused. That actually does happen every time we're in here because producer Jack tries and distracts us during segments. <laughs> Aside from that. Okay. Anyway, the blackouts happen. And then all of a sudden, I find myself like swimming to shore. Wait, where did the body of water come from? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I found myself swimming to shore. And then I'm one of the lucky ones. I, I reach to a, a pier and I get up and I'm okay. And I look behind and there's like this sh- cruise ship that's like... Oh it's like the scene of the Titanic in a, a modern incarnation. It was a no, really weird dream. I, do you want me to decode that for you? Sure. Okay. So the work thing comes from stress in the workplace. Probably. The um, people distracting you is people around you distracting you from your goal and your vision. Likely. I think. The body of water is just you being dramatic in real life. <laughs> However, the the boat that's tipped over is you wanting to go on another cruise. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon that's the sign of things. I just love that, that transition. And then I had to swim to shore. I did. I'm not great at swimming, but I managed to do it. I don't know how. <laughs> well, well done. I'm glad that um you survived your own dream. And yeah, let us know, Bayside, 0404000736. What are the weird dreams you're having? I'm sure I'm not the only one, though. I, yeah. As I said, I, I've done some searching, I've done some scrolling, and I'm sure I'm not the only one having dreams where things go blank and you end up swimming in water. Maybe not exactly along those lines, but... Yours is a very high-budget dream. Wasn't it? I'm just at my local high school. You've got, like, three-tiered story arc, everything. Yours is a Spielberg film, and mine's, like, (laughs) indie. Oh, yeah. I was just waiting for somebody to come out and say, and cut! (laughs) Yeah, mine's, um, like, an internet online festival, and then yours is Hollywood. Was that that moment? Was that that moment that Cal woke up and realised he's still living through the life of... It was in that moment that Bianco realised that his real life was the nightmare. <laughs> 20 minutes past four, Carl and Catherine with you for your Friday, 4.20. We just want to put it out there. We are with you, all those people out there that enjoy this particular time slot. It appears that a lot of people across the area actually do, so we are appreciating you. It's okay, apparently, according to a lot of people... A million dollars worth of cannabis has been seized around properties in Caulfield South, Brighton East and Hampton East. Police have swooped on several properties in Melbourne's inner south as part of a crackdown on illegal grow houses. The Caulfield Divisional Response Unit detective seized about 400 kilograms of cannabis plants across four properties worth about $1 million. Wow. Can you believe that? Look, I mean, I'm all about supporting small businesses, but that's different. Not that kind of small business. I I couldn't believe that, that news story. We have been in the news a lot this week, Bayside. We have. Not only just that. I mean, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about what's actually happening around the area. This is a little news flash. So that's one thing. Another thing, a man was shouting and saying that he wanted to kill everybody in Church Street this week. What? Yes. That was... Caught a lot of people off guard, it's fair to say. Just traders that 
were essential traders down there. They were surprised when they saw a man doing that. Thankfully, the right people came in and intercepted and the person was taken into custody. Crisis avoided there. And this one was very, very shocking to hear. Apparently, a man uh, along the Bayside Beach boxes exposed himself to some young women that happened to be around the area. Seemed normal. He was just walking around the area, went behind a beach box and came out stark as not good. I think we all Bayside. We need to sit down, everyone. Just chill. We need to have a chat. What are you doing? We need to have a chat. Come on, team. We're better than this. We're a lot better than this. Why are we being like this? I know times have been tough, but when the universe goes low, we go high. You know? That's it. That's it. We, Get it together, fam. We, we need to just, you know, take a deep breath. It's okay. The roadmap's going to be fast-tracked a little bit, so we're hearing yeah. this weekend. Life could be a little bit better come Monday. We'll have it all for you on Monday morning, of course. But remember, guys, that even if lockdown goes a little longer, when things do open up, you want to still be law-abiding so you can enjoy it. That's it. Please, don't smoke illicit substances and get in trouble for it. Don't jump out from behind beach boxes. And don't run down one of the major strips of Bayside and say that you want to do things to people that you really shouldn't. It's it's simples, you know? Simples. It's as easy as that. Anyway, that's our pep talk for today, and that's what you find around this area at the moment, apparently. Fun times. We are all about light and shade here on this show. Always. And we've just had to go into some disappointing news from our local area. The disappointing news. That's what we're doing every week on a Friday from now on. We just search for it deliberately. Are we going to ask people to name and shame? Send in who's let you down? That's we'll it. roast them? Please do. Friday Drive at southernfm.com.au. That's our email address. Anytime you like throughout the week, we'd love to hear from you on that. Done. We'll give whoever is in need of a pep talk a pep talk. But hey, <laughs> we need to lift the mood up a bit. Sure. And there's only one person that can do that. Oh. <laughs> and that is three-year-old boy Alessio. Oh. who yesterday got stuck inside a chupa-chup tin. So it's not Linville Thompson? Sorry. You don't say that. <laughs> anyway, so I, I apologise, he's actually four. So he four. got stuck in one of the big... You know when you used to go to the milk bar as a kid and you'd see the big chupa-chup tins? <laughs> yeah. And you'd go, give your mum the side eyes and like, come on, mate. And then she'd be like, nah. What was your go-to flavour? Oh, I loved a strawberries and cream number. But also, you know the sour ones? No. I like them. I like the vanilla chocolate ones. Ah, yes. And the Coca-Cola. yes. The Coke-flavoured ones. Mm. Mm, Great. Anyway, so this poor kid didn't have Chubba Chubs, but randomly had the tin in his house. Uh, Yeah. Now, at four years old, he realised that in his youth as a baby, he used to crawl inside of it and stand in this tin. At the age of four, however, he's done it gotten himself stuck in the tin and to make it worse he couldn't get out so his mum took to Facebook with a post saying how's everyone's Wednesday going mine's great I had to call emergency services and tell them my son is stuck in a chupa chup tin never a dull moment so this kid that brought the police and the fire brigades and then an ambulance had to come and just make sure he was fine all because he was trying to relive his youth at the age of four and I just thought it was the most iconic thing I've ever heard in my life. And there's pictures of this kid bawling his eyes out in this chopper chop tin. And it just got me thinking, what were the things either your kids have done or as kids that you got up to that your parents are just like, oh my goodness. Because really, this woman, if anything, she's got the best 21st story now. And the fact that he's gone like viral online, pretty big win. I think the best thing I ever did or the worst thing I ever did growing up was I smashed... 
<laughs> Smashed a window in like our what, was it bay window, a massive yep. bay window on the side of our house. It's a house that's been around for over a hundred years, and I've got my plastic golf stick and gone smash. With a plastic golf stick? Yeah, it was enough to smash the window. Wow. I used enough force. I must have been strong enough when I was a three-year-old. Oh, goodness. Old. I was going to say, maybe you should have been like a javelin person at the Olympics. Oh, okay. Because that's pretty impressive. Right. I'm sure that went down well. Yeah. Yeah. It encouraged me to not go into javelin. <laughs> a javelin career. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I got up to. Like, I remember very clearly one time, me and a girl in kinder... There were like, this is the dumbest thing about the time we thought we were so cool. Yeah. There were like little like marble pebble type things and they had them as decorations. And I don't know why we thought this. I was the same age as Alessio for filled my pockets with these stones, me and this other girl and went home with them. And Jan saw my pockets filled with stones and she said, did you steal them from kinder? And I was like, nah, I didn't. And she's like, yeah, you did. I had to go back the next day with all the pebbles and my friend got away with it. I'll never forget that. That'd be right. Mm. It's always one family, isn't it, that say, what did you steal from kinder this week? And it wasn't even anything good. Like, they used to have really good, like, dolls and, like, fake food. They had, like, a little kitchenette. No, I went for the pebbles. Is this where I confessed to stealing a box of A4 paper from from school? Sorry, school. And we all did that. No, we didn't. (laughs) We didn't use our school captain privileges too much, did we? Were you a school captain? Yeah. When? Grade six. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I peaked too early. I wasn't. I wasn't a school captain in year six. Yeah, I was barely in class as a school captain. It was fantastic. Same with year 12. One of the teachers on orientation day for the preppies, because I had to go supervise that as a school captain, um, lost one of the kids and it was my job to go find him and he was in the middle of a roundabout in a very busy road. True story. When you were in year six, Mm -hmm. you had to go find a kid and they were in a roundabout. My teacher at the time was moving into prep the year after and she was like, can you help me with orientation? She lost a kid. I still remember to this day, she came in, tears down her face and she said, Catherine, I've lost Kevin. Then me and my fellow school captain had to go find Kevin. Kevin. And we did. Wow. What a name for a child. Kevin. I hate to be those parents. I wonder what Kevin's doing now. Good question. I'll tell you what, Kapow, I don't know about you, but I've seen some strange things in my workplace, Ooh. particularly lately. Now, obviously, if you are fortunate enough to work in some places, they have to have COVID policies, yep. programs, procedures, protocols, whatever you want to call them, they're there. And in my building in the city, we have eight levels and there is security within the building. However, there's this one person I've noticed. This is this is just strange. My part of the building that I work in a lot of the time is sort of right in the corner. And so there's a lot of other areas of the building where this person is likely to pop up. I believe they're a security guard wearing a mask and everything. And But they remind me of somebody from the movie... Legit. This is he guy, single? I don't know, but he doesn't look like somebody from the Men in Black as far as like one of the actors. Ah, he just he wears that, vibe. wears that kind of attire with a mask. And <laughs> there is a little section where you can walk around in the part of the building that I work. Yep. I have no idea why he makes the effort to come right to the end where we are. But every day at the same time, you just hear footsteps. And then you look and you're like... There he is. There he is again. He's doing the perimeter. <laughs> He's doing a perimeter. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the only one in a workplace that's experienced something like this. But I love that. Just out of the blue, just walks, just does his 
pitter patter around the corner. Pitter patter. I think he'd prefer as a security guard to have something a little bit more hard hitting than a pitter patter. To be honest, I don't know. He just doesn't seem like a security guard, but he does at the same time. Are you sure he is a security guard? I don't and not know. Not a lurker. I have no idea because I know that the place you work at has some very passionate supporters. <laughs> Are you sure it's not just someone who's like, yes, one no. day they're going to let me in? We must have a security pass because you need a security pass to get into the building. Or do you? Dun wow. dun dun. Good question. Can you please make an effort this next week to figure out who it is and report back next week? Well, Just become friends with them. Maybe that's it. They're lonely. And they're like, that Carl guy looks like a nice guy. He seems too serious for my liking. He just, he just walks around. What are you talking about? We're serious here. No, no, like very serious. More serious than anybody else I've ever serious met. Black. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a great nickname. Serious black. If you're saying that he wears like men in black outfit and he's serious, serious black. No, that's a character from Harry Potter. If you spread that around your workplace, you'll be a hero, I'm telling you. That's amazing. I've asked my colleagues what they think and they're just saying that it is another security guard. What happens if it was a security guard, but then someone else was like, that's a security guard outfit, I'm going to get that. And then they're not the security guard, but they're posing. So many conspiracy theories to come out of it. But strange things you've seen in your workplace. This is a strange thing that's appeared in my workplace, a strange person. And you don't even work in customer service. No, I don't work in customer service. I'm surely I'm not the only one as well on this that have experienced something like this. All of a sudden, security card appears about out of nowhere. I make friends with the security guards in my workplace. Most of them. They know who I am, right? Some of them... Strangely enough, know my name. I don't know how. Yeah, but they because do. they've been hired to keep you away from certain things. I suppose. So. Like that Carl guy. Yeah, I can't get all the good stuff out of the mailroom anymore. <laughs> oh well. Oh four triple zero seven three six. I'm sure I'm not the only you one. You know why they're there? Why? Because you stole that paper when you were in school. Yeah, that's right. They're just trying to stop me from stealing paper yeah. from my workplace. I don't blame them to be honest. There's a lot around. You stay away from that. I don't know how many times, Bianco, we have been referred to as fashion icons in this studio. Yeah. It is unbelievable. Every time, it's almost as though the paparazzi are here every week, just taking photos of us. Yep. Looking real fresh. I'm wearing my jumper, which sort of reflects both coloured studios in case I end up in the blue or the red one. Yeah. And I'm wearing a top, the colour of a segment that we were talking about before. Okay. Involving this area. But anyway, I digress. Um, so, we, it's about time we talk a bit more about fashion on this show. No, I don't think so. Well, we're going to. You don't have a choice. Okay. Because during the week, new season, yep. new fashion line. Oh, no. And one of the premium designer brands out there yeah. goes by the name of Gucci. Flat, woo, Gucci game, Fendi game, Prada game. That's all we can play. Yes. Oh, Otherwise, let's check, you let's will check not back hear. again. Okay. Whoop, no. nope. <laughs> How's it going now? Whoa. <laughs> it wasn't what you thought you heard. It wasn't. And if it was, no, it wasn't. No. Anyway, the Gucci gang, they have come out with this season's hottest piece of denim, Bianco. And I think personally. So hot, it can't be shown anywhere. No. Because it will burn your eyes. No, I think that if my granddad was still around today, he would be dubbed a, a style icon as well. And even more so, may actually have been sitting on a lot of money. Okay. I don't know if you've seen this, but Gucci have revealed their newest pair of jeans for the season. Yeah. $770 they retail for. They are called the Grass Stain Jean. And no, that isn't some out-of-the-box, incredible sort of new sort of denim wash or whatever. It's literally denim with grass stains on it. 
$770. That is the hottest new denim range. My granddad used to live in grass-stained jeans. You have no idea. It's not that hard to put grass stains on your jeans. Exactly. You'll buy a $10 pair of jeans and do the same thing. It'd be just as fashionable. But see, hey guys, you like my new Gucci's? But this is what I'm saying, though. Like, fashion has just gotten to a point now where if these big houses are like, yes, grass stains, everyone's like, okay, let's do it. $770 later. I don't, I don't think I'll be doing it personally. I don't know about you. Yeah, I've heard a lot of other brands as well as far as aftershave, aftershave are going. They're, uh, they're actually really coming to terms with the eau de toilette. Eau de toilette, thank yes. you. Yeah, they're really being inspired by a lot of flushes lately. Mm. Mm. But yeah, it, just, it really was interesting. And it just got me thinking, what is the weirdest thing that you've bought into trend-wise? Because back particularly as a teenager, looking back at some of the photos of myself, I'm like, my goodness. Bieber haircuts. Bieber haircut. Did you have one? Yeah. Stop it. Did you actually? I did. No. It was just how my hair was though. And people called me Bieber because of the style. I need to see photos of this. You've seen photos of this, haven't you? I don't think so. I had a um, Live Love Life t-shirt, which I'm not proud of. Okay. Um, I also had, remember back in the day, remember Supre? Like, I mean, they still exist. Yeah. You know the headbands? They were like an elastic headband with a bow on them. Mm. Would kill the circulation in your head. What age bracket are we talking here? That was probably primary school. Primary school. That was in my leadership days. It was school captain. I used to rock them. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but then there's just been some real bad ones, like those mini skirts and just little crop tops and those sort of things, which I just know. Do you remember that? That was was weird. Yeah, primary school. No, but even like just normal trends, which weren't even trends that were just you had to do it, braces. Kids these days aren't getting braces, they're getting Invisalign. I got braces in year nine. Yeah, so did I. Nine. Year nine. You're right, year nine. And then I got them off in time for my Deb. Oh, that's nice. In year 11. But I had them on for ballroom dancing in year 10. Oh, did it affect your performance? No, I was just still unco. <laughs> Nothing's really changed. I'm still an uncoordinated person. Well, there you go. But yeah, grass-stained jeans, guys. So run out to your lawns when the weather's better. Roll around in the grass. High fashion. <laughs> Highest of fashion. Yeah. I heard that the two top trends at the moment when it comes to... <laughs> When it comes to fashion, it's it was it grass stained jeans and period undies apparently as well. Yes. I'm seeing a lot about. Mm-hmm. Mm. Moving, moving. Oh, where's the long bit there? Come on, you know. You well, you just did it. Break my stride. You know, it's usually how it ends. Move See, on, most people, on. Bianco, will listen to that song and be so motivated. Yeah. And then they just hear me and they're like, oh, yeah. motivation is lost all of a sudden. I don't blame them. Yeah, but at least that's a compliment to them if you've cracked it that it finished too early. <laughs> a lot did. of musicians wish that was the case. Did that not finish a bit early? Yeah, you, did. Yeah. Mm. Peter Tolich, if you're listening. <laughs> Extended version, please. No, he does a good job, Peter. He does. It's good. A lot of great music in our music library. 100%. We play all different kinds of music on this radio station. That we do. It's always fantastic. Hey, you know what's not fantastic? Oh, okay. Some, tonal shift. Some, some things that were invented that shouldn't have been. Oh, I love this topic. Okay. I, when I think of things that shouldn't have been invented, go to thin shoelaces. Thin shoelaces. We had this discussion off air on Monday. You still haven't gotten over this. (sighs) I wanted to wear one of my favourite pairs of shoes on Monday morning. 
I went to go put them on. I went to tighten my shoes and... Snap. Snap. Snap, crackle, pop. My shoelace snapped. And it's not the first shoelace that I've snapped. Yep. Thin shoelaces. I don't like them. One things I, one of the things I wish was never invented were thin shoelaces. Oh. Just a little bit thicker and does this, does it. Can well. I offer you some feedback? Please. Maybe if you're a little bit more gentle I am with gentle. the laces. As a shoe connoisseur, I would say that you're being a bit rough on those laces. I know you are the shoe expert in this partnership. Thank you. And your advice is always appreciated it's on these matters. It's a blessing and a curse. So how much softer do I need to be with these laces? Look, I mean, I wouldn't be yanking it. I'm not yanking it. I just pulled it through and it just went, snap. See, the shoe store that you bought them from is probably thanking the lords above at the moment that they're shut, just so they don't have to deal with you coming and being like, the lace is broken. This is like the second time in months that I've done it. And I've done it with my black pair as well. Yeah, just easy does it. I've got two of the same pair. One that's a lighter, nice brown pair and the other one's black, you know, yeah. traditional colour. And every time I go to put the suckers on, I manage to snap a shoelace. Hey, I'm not working in retail at the moment. Can we not talk about shoes? Would you be able to get some shoelaces for me? We don't sell shoelaces. Thin shoelaces? Do you mm. know where you can get them from? Um, Yeah, everywhere. Seeing as you're the shoe connoisseur of this radio partnership, we would really appreciate them, even if it's like an early Christmas present. I'd love that. Thank you. I'll get you some of those like little kid ones with the fluoro laces. I don't care. Whatever they... Well, actually, maybe they're not the fluoro ones. I had them in school and I loved them. I'd appreciate it as the shoe connoisseur of this show, just to, you know, if you could help again. Help again? Yeah. I'll see what I can come up help with. Help me out. Tell me where I can find some good laces. Am I going to have to bring in, you know, in primary school where you learned how to do your shoelaces and it was a piece of cardboard with the laces to learn how to do it? Is that what we're going to have to do? I'll yeah. put some skinny shoelaces on and you'll see that if you a steady hand has skinny longevity. Move over mathletics. It's going to be lacelettics. And it's it's a new thing. Can we trademark that? I think so. Little Alessio from earlier might be able to benefit from that. I reckon he'd appreciate it. Hmm. He would really appreciate learning the the size of laces, the correct laces for your shoes. Yeah. Inch by inch, centimetre by centimetre. It's good. Learn more of the metric system. Yeah, see? We love the metric system. If you could choose something in your life that you wish wasn't invented, what would it be? Oof, there's a lot of dumb things that I'm like, why do you exist? You know what's one, actually, just off the top of my head? Yeah. And this is no shade, because this was a present. I received, oh, it must have been years ago now, a brownie maker machine. Yeah. For, I don't even know what it was for. I've never used it. I still want to. But why is that a thing? There are so many appliances, like even popcorn makers. Why do they exist? What about air fryers? What's the whole <gasps> thing behind them? Don't start me. Everyone is obsessed with them at the moment. Can I just say, for the record, if there's one thing that I appreciate most in a kitchen, it's a toaster. Oh, good. A toaster and also like a grill. Like, you know, you can get a little grill yeah. and put things on them. Those are the two greatest things that have ever been invented for a kitchen. That and a working stovetop. Oh, and a fridge. Yeah. Fridges are fantastic. Chilled beverages, tick. Tick. Yeah. Eight-year-old bolognese, not so much. Yes. Are you? <laughs> Please, let's not bring it up. <laughs> Helen will not be happy. She doesn't like being mentioned on this radio show. Pretend it was never mentioned. Sorry, Helen. That was never invented, as far as we're concerned. No, shifty eyes. <laughs> now, I'm asking the question, Bayside, 0404 Do you have a TV show that you used to watch in your youth 
think it was so wholesome and you just got really pure, positive vibes off it. And then something happened and it's just changed your whole perspective. Now, this comes off the back of something that's happened to me during the week, Bianco, which upon reflection, it probably wasn't the best investment I've ever made. But at the time, I thought it was good. And now it's just changed everything for me. So it goes back a couple of months ago. I was browsing a marketplace-like website where people put up their stuff for auction or to sell. And I normally don't go on this website, but on this one occasion, I've jumped on. And on the homepage, there was a cast and crew jacket that the cast and crew, self-explanatory, wore on this TV show that I loved as a kid, still rave about. Not many people know about it. And it was there for a very hefty price. And I looked at it and was like, you know what? I think I need that. I'll never wear it, but I need that. And anyway, so I jumped onto the link on it and it appeared that seeing as no one else watches the show but me, it was going for a quite an expensive price, but it had been online for 10 years. And so I was like, I'm going to negotiate this. I have a $20 voucher for this website. Let's just see what I can do. Message the guy. And he's like, oh yeah, here, you can have it for that much. So 20 Australian dollars, I got this cast and crew jacket from. Got it sent over and it's taken two months for it to arrive. It's been lost in the mail several times. It's come from LA, but it's arrived, Bianco. And I opened it yesterday. And it's not what you were after? No, no, no. Worse. On the website, it said that this jacket was worn once on the set. Hasn't been touched since, okay? It's been in a bag. I opened it up and the aroma that filled my house and probably the buildings and houses alongside it smelt very similar to a scent that we talked about in the first hour that may or may not be brewing in our good area in Bayside. My wholesome childhood show, which I'm not going to say it is because of this. Rather appropriate. You mentioned it bang on 5.20 an hour since we spoke about it. I got you. Um, what? And so now when I think of this show, I just think of all the shenanigans that got on behind the scenes and it's just kind of ruined it a little bit for me. Not that there's like anything, like, I mean, it's not the good thing to do, but I'm not judging. However, it seems like this wholesome show may not be as wholesome as it appeared on the screen. Hey mate, it's okay. I've got you covered. And it's just like, (laughs) I don't know. I talk about this show a lot. I defend it. A lot of people, when I bring it up, they say, what? What are you talking about with that show? Relax. And now, and I had to wash it like three times because the smell. In. Hey, I tell you what though, Bianco. And out. The what? scent of it. I didn't even need this music. I was so mellow yesterday. <laughs> it was no. unbelievable. No, 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 no. We're taking a break. We don't encourage that. Buying things where, that end up smelling like things they shouldn't. <laughs> oh, no. I just need to take a moment to describe the 10 seconds of television that we're never going to get back. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to talk about. A man in love with two people. At the same time. Expressing emotions for both of them, saying, I can't do this anymore. I tell you what, I am so flat from that finale. It was so draining. No, 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 last just time. don't, don't interrupt me, please. Sorry. It's just such a sad moment. I'll just let you spiral. So, so sad. They really fast tracked the finale of this. Just so they could get to the sisters and the bachelorette. And I was stuck. I don't, I, I'm really not happy with the way it ended. No, can we talk about the iconic line? I'm so sorry for Isabel. For Izzy. For Bella. No, wasn't it the other one Izzy? Yeah, she came, went yeah. out the night before. I'm so sorry for her. 
She was more deserving of Bella. Yeah, but she's moved on. She's got a boyfriend. He's really hot. So she's fine. Oh, okay then. <laughs> and that's the end of that? No, but can we talk about The Bachelor? No, 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 but second? there's so many other things I want to talk about. Fine, what did you want to say? I just wanted to say, how iconic was that line when he was crying? And then he looks up, tears in his eyes, and he's like, how do you break up with someone that you love when he loves both of them? Mm. Come on, Lockie. Lockie, all I can say, mate, is, and and this is my personal opinion, mm-hmm. you're probably the most pathetic bachelor we've seen on our screens. Oh, now that's harsh. No, it's not harsh. Even Blake Garvey was better. No, see, I liked him, but he was just, at the end, he just ruined it for himself. <laughs> well, that's a pretty big call I just made there. Anyway, do you want to keep going uh, back to the sad track? You got more to cry about, or just that? Hmm, do I have more to cry about? No, I don't. Oh, it's just, oh, that, no. that finale. <laughs> you got me. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend you do. Because even if you've just walked in on that one episode and watched it, oh, you'd be got invested. More. Osha. Where were you, Where Osha? Where were you, Osha? Where were you? You just disappeared and you didn't come back. You knew it was going to be bad when Osha wasn't there. You made your cameo the night oh. before to interrupt saying that Irina's family couldn't make it up from Melbourne. That was a bombshell, I tell Such you. Such a bombshell. Can I say, Osha was even there when the honey badger picked no one. Where was Osha? He said he was there. They just cut him out. Bella didn't have the shoulder to cry on. She just ranted and she said, is that all you're going to say to me? And she walked away. All I'm going to say is in between breaking up with Bella oh. and then picking... You didn't want to let me say anything else? You oh, just, you can, you, you can. Just to, she would have ruined my, I'm what I have to say. say. that he paced around that garden so much in his white ensemble. I think he might have some Gucci jeans coming. Would have had the worst grass stains of all time. All I was going to add to that was, before you rudely interrupted, Bella, if you, if you need a shoulder to cry on... I'm still feeling a bit flat after that Bachelor chat. Is that what that was? Yeah. I was just expressing my emotion about how rubbish the whole love television is at the moment. <sighs> it's love all right, it. guys. We've still got another season. Because that's the point. We're at that point in the year where all the shows are going off. And it's sad. Hmm. But anyway, moving on. Change of pace. Um, I need to talk about the fact that people... I like. I've thought that going through the year that was 2020, people's perspective would change a little, and that we would be in a situation, Bianco, where we're maybe a little bit more grateful for what we have. We don't let the little things bother us. Well, I'm telling you right now, I am more than grateful for the things that I did have pre oh. all this happening. Yeah, that's one thing that I'm appreciating: the fact that I had such a great time last year. One hundred percent. Yeah. But you know what people aren't appreciating at the moment? What's I don't know that? if you've seen this. I've seen it all over my social media this week. Bushies? Yes. <laughs> it's like you've read my mind. I actually did not think that that was where you were going Why? with this. Why? I had In no idea. In the year 2020, where there has been so much destruction... Why are people getting on the socials to complain about there not being enough plastic, environmentally damaging little toys for their kids to collect? This is the opinions of one Catherine Powell. Why? Why? Tell me why. <laughs> this is not a DIY why, why. No. This is just a why. I do have a project coming up, though, so do I'll be you? able to report back. Oh, some more bad furniture. Mm, Great. Yeah. I love that. Anyway, but come on, guys. Like, I mean, to be fair, Victorians, we had a disadvantage. Going into a second lockdown meant that we didn't get the ushies ahead of time. So, people around other states got them earlier. But why are people posting passive-aggressive photos of their empty ushie binders, which I didn't even know was a thing either, 
saying, look, we've only got two. Make more. No, no. Just get rid of them. Whoever created them in the first place. Seriously, why? Remember when we went through the stage where we were giving people seeds to plant? No. Much more environmentally friendly. When were we doing that? Last year, the competition decided that they would do seeds instead. Give people seeds? Yeah, so they could do like a veggie garden. Much better than little plastic things that end up just littered. But yeah, come on guys. Perspective. (laughs) This is the second time I've yelled at you today, Bayside. But like, am I being too harsh here? Uh, Yes, I think so. Would you be upset? If they ran out? Are you collecting them? No, I'm not. But I somehow there's a heap of them in my household. What? I don't know how they've gotten there, but they're in our house. And suddenly, I'm more invested. Do you understand how much money you're sitting on at the moment? I don't think I am. I've checked and it looks like they're worth, you know, maybe the coffees we got today. That's it. Why? Yeah, but that's the thing. People are putting them up on social media and getting thousands of dollars for this tiny little not thing. Not me. I've looked. <laughs> Yeah, you would. I've looked. I want the thousands of dollars, but I don't have ones. Oh. I've got a green one, if that makes any... I don't helps. even understand what they do. Don't they sit on the top of pens? Do you know what they would be good for? What? Just sitting in your bathroom as an accessory. Oh, look, there's an Ushi. That'll help me. What, so you can play with them in the bath? <laughs> oh, yeah, like cause, little kids? Because I fit in a bath at my height. Good on you. <laughs> Kapow, I now bring you this update from social media. Where I have found a wild David Attenborough. He has joined the Gram and Insta and has recorded the most amount of followers online in the shortest period of time. It is most remarkable that Sir David Attenborough has joined the Gram of Insta and now has over 4 million followers. Wait, does that mean that he's beaten um, Jennifer Aniston now? Correct. Oh, no. Like, I mean, well, well deserved. 94 years of age. How old is too old to jump on the social oh, media bandwagon? You can't say that. No, no, I'm not saying that Sir David Attenborough it's is doing the wrong old. thing. 94. I was about to really hype you up for that impression then, but now... Is that good? It was very good. I thought so too, thanks. But no, you're never too old to hop on the gram. No, you're not. What filter does he use? What's his go-to? He uses the natural filter. Oh, but it's not bad by you. I think he actually might use the one from 1977 as well. <laughs> but you know, it's a bit grainy. Who knows? I don't. I don't know how how much he's used Instagram. I think yeah, people are really excited about him being on the gram. I'm just having a quick search myself. But I have questions about it. Like I haven't been on his social media account yet. But considering that we're living in the world of a pandemic and you can't really travel and go and look at all this natural, amazing stuff in this world of ours, is he just filming his dog and commentating his dog? Because no. that is content I would like to see. It says, a life on our planet. I wonder if this is going to work. Is he daily vlogging? And I've been appearing on radio and television for the past 60 years. He sure has. <laughs> My que- Okay, I've got a question. So, being... Like, when you do media sort of stuff, sometimes you project your voice and your voice is a little bit different to how you talk off And now I will bring you my latest update on social media. I've just decided to poke somebody. Is that his real voice? Or is that his, like, TV voice that he's bringing to Instagram? No, that's how you start to talk when you get older. (laughs) I cannot wait. 
Uh, can you get something out of the fridge for me? Otherwise, I might die here. Certainly. Is it the eight-year-old bolognese? <laughs> now, we've found a rare species. I believe it's called a bolognese. Look oh, at the rot on that. Oh, my gosh. You should have kept that and you should have done a documentary on that. Speaking of documentaries... What can you find in your fridge? Have I would love to see David Attenborough commentate that Netflix um, doco that's out at the moment about the man that falls in love with the no, octopus. No, no, go on better. David Attenborough commentating Keeping Up With The Kardashians' oh the final season. How do you make that happen? And now Courtney <laughs> opens up her luxurious car to find a wild animal, otherwise known as... A spoodle. It's not bad. Yes. If radio doesn't work out, I think you could be David 2.0. Thank you. I, I thought that was quite good myself, actually. I would love to see him commentate reality TV. Couldn't he? Shouldn't he? Do Wouldn't he? Like, I mean, he has done some amazing work, but do you think he's like, you know what? It's time to move on from animals. Possibly. What if he just commentated people on the street? And now we see a Bianco. Working behind the desk of radio. Mm, no thanks. Bianco. <laughs> I'm really excited because we've hit a point in our life now where we're old enough for things that were popular when we were kids to suddenly become like vintagey and make a comeback. Like this? No? Okay. Is that the body of water that came from your dream? You're going to swim to shore. <laughs> That's actually the sound. That's actually the sound. I recorded my brain sound. Yeah. Anyway, right. it's what happens throughout two hours of radio with you. I'm just sitting um, here. Get swimming, son. You gotta swim just to keep shore. swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, so the 90s have all of a sudden become like really cool and retro. You look at all the teenagers these days in their little crop tops and their butterfly clips and their little sunglasses. And it just takes me back to like the best time being the 90s. Yeah. And I knew that it was getting popular. But then last night I was on the socials and an ad came up and it took everything in me not to buy it. There was a certain... I'm, I don't think she was a TV show. I think it was more just like a graphic print of a girl that may or may not have been groovy ah, without giving it away. Yeah. And she used to be on everything. I had a bedspread with this on it. I had tops. I had everything. Was it Polly Pockets? No, it wasn't Polly Pockets. Oh. She was a groovy gal. But... Katy Perry? No, she's real. <laughs> Angelina Conda? Oh, my gosh. If that made a comeback, I would be so stoked. Anyway, so... You can now buy T-shirts that you used to wear yeah. as kids Yeah. as an adult. I'd love that. I know. I was seriously going to spend $40 on a T-shirt Arthur? that I am is it certain Arthur? I wore. Is it Arthur? No. Oh. No, not yet, but there will be every day when you're walking down the street. Um, yeah, it. but it's just so exciting to see all this fashion that was amazing and that at the time we weren't old enough to really rock. Yeah. Like a flare jean and stuff all coming back. Mm. But I don't know how to feel about it because does it mean that we really are old? We are. Because, you know, even in playlists and music, I was listening to someone's playlist the other day. Was it mine? No, it wasn't yours. Oh, damn. It was just like a random one. You know what song was on there? What's that? In classic hits, as in from that era. Do you remember Corbin Blue from High School Musical? Yeah. He played Chad. Yeah. Remember when he went rogue and wanted to become the heartthrob? 
and he did one spin-off movie. And it's great to see Corbin doing so well with his life these no, days. No, he's a Broadway superstar now. But at the time, oh, okay. he did the breakout film, Jump, which was the very masculine <laughs> double Dutch competition Dub- film. Double Dutch. Yeah, okay. And he sang the song Push It to the Limit. Push it, push, push it, it to, to the, the limit, limit. I'm amazed you remember that. It was so niche. Because we're in it to win it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you really are into it. I reckon I watched half that movie once. It was in this playlist the other day, and I could not be more excited. I think this is Corbin's time. You know you're getting old when you listen to this song and you think... Yes. Just get a bit emotional. This this was from my childhood. It still gets played to death everywhere. The 90s guys, they're back. They are. We're in 2090. Not yet. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.